0: our topic today is okrs using a methodology called radical execution my special guest is stephen newman co-founder of crezzo so stephen no, uh, welcome to the podcast today now uh, you know you and i have talked a couple of times in the past and and what you're doing is very interesting uh, with your company because you work with OKRs, but you treat it more as a complete business operating system. You want to tell us a little about that?
1: Yeah, sure. So first, you know, thank you, Tracy, for having me on. I'm excited to be here. It's great to catch up with you. That's a really awesome shirt you have there. Right. Um, uh, but yeah, very excited to to talk through, you know, what we have uh what we have going on and what we're working on, and yeah, you said it. Like we're we're a company that really believes in the power of OKRs, but we're really evolving the the approach to to be something that's you know more part of the operating system that really emphasizes radical execution and and getting your teams bought in through the power of executing, exploring, experimenting, all those words that start with ex, um, but really simplifying the way sort of companies operate. We've just seen, we've worked with a lot of operational leaders at growing tech companies, and we just see some of the problems that too many OKRs create, and we just see an opportunity in the market to tell a little bit of a different story, and, and that's what we're uh, hoping to do here today, kind of have some fun while we're doing it.
0: Well, it, it's interesting, you know, OKRs have been around for decades, literally, there a lot of companies use them, some successfully, some not so much, and as you said, a lot of times it can be almost too complicated there's too many okrs or you bite off more than you can chew people lose interest they don't follow up it just falls through the cracks you know and what i'm hearing from you is you have a different way of approaching it so that really doesn't happen so so what does this this journey this story look like from from your perspective yeah no
1: it's a great question uh yeah the stuff's been around for 50 years right i mean back before we <laughs> had high speed internet and smartphones right you're communicating through pen and paper and fax machines um and the methodology it's a it's a great methodology it just makes sense right where where are you going and how are you going to measure success that that doesn't really change um but what's evolved is how we work you know how we operate as businesses how much data we have access to um so it's a great solution but it's kind of in the wrong time <laughs> you know it's in, in the wrong period of time and so we're looking to evolve this to be uh, a little bit more palatable for your teams. And when companies started to really implement this stuff, it was kind of like the Oprah meme, you know, everybody gets an OKR and it really kind of has the negative effect and uh, starts to dilute the focus and impact the those superpowers that it's supposed to actually unlock. And so we've um, you know really started to focus on drawing a line between business strategy and the objectives of the company, how the company measures success, sort of that top-down approach, but also looking at it from the bottoms up, right? That your people, your boots on the ground, the people that are talking to your customers every day, these are the people that know what's important and what's going to work for your business. Um, and so taking that that bottoms up approach and connecting it through the concept of radical execution and empowering your teams to go out and build some really cool stuff, launch more things and
0: learn, that's
1: that's where this stuff gets connected and and where we believe the opportunity is.
0: So, So from a high level... I know the the operating system has several components. OKRs obviously are kind of a core uh, piece of that. You also talk about strategic initiatives. You talk about contextual uh, data. Can you uh, talk a little more about from that highest level? Then we can drill down into the OKR differences that are and how you approach it.
1: Yeah, I mean, when we we started to talk about the the methodology of radical execution here recently, and it's been very well received and we're trying to still crystallize what that looks like. But essentially keeping OKR simple with your leadership team um, to help define the sort of the direction of the business and and what are the measurable outcomes. And it can't just be revenue. You got to have a, a variety of metrics that people can find purpose in. Um, but spending the time to craft, you know, really good objectives, really good, measurable key results and outcomes so you can see progress over time that's sort of the core like you know top of the pyramid part of an operating system the middle layer is all right what's the actual execution what are we working on what are we building these are the strategic initiatives what what are we creating launching even if this stuff doesn't work you're going to learn a lot and ideally it does work um you know 80 percent of the results that you see in a company come from 20 percent of your people and your effort right? So you got to fail a lot to actually achieve good outcomes. So that strategic initiatives piece is really the second part. Um, and then the third part is the contextual engagement, right? Not just looking at charts and data and saying, okay, this is what we're tracking and this is how it's doing, but, you know, what are we learning and why is that important to the business? Why does this matter to the guy or the people next to me? And sharing those the, that contextual learning. What did you learn previously? What's going on today? What are you doing going forward, right? And just building a culture of knowledge and continuous improvement; those three things sort of coming together is what creates a truly dynamic operating system, and and that's what we're looking to bring to the market.
0: That's yeah, very interesting, and it's definitely a little bit different approach. I I like the word evolving. You know, OKRs are proven methodology, but it's a little stale if you go back to to the way it originally was done with the new technologies and and the different ways people work and companies operate today. So you're you're bringing the next generation of thought. It sounds like and in, into the OKR process. Now, you have um, some of the differentiators with OKR. You've talked about some of those. You also have a technology differentiator. You want to talk a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, I mean, I I think you know to your point though about the the evolution. Right, there's sort of. Uh, sas fatigue you know there's too many tools in, in the company and then there's like dashboard fatigue you know just look at there's too much data too many charts and we, we feel like there's just like okay our fatigue you know everybody's a guru there's just you know a lot of information out there um and so what we've you know done is we've tried to take a different approach to it really simplify it to something that is digestible for an entire company um and then we've built our technology around that sort of concept of keeping it simple, keeping it very visual um, but you know engaging enough to where you can get in provide your updates and you can get get out get out and go about your business. And so, you know, we've we've uh, integrated a lot of learning components into it and uh it's still early but you know we're, we we have a lot of customers using our operating system now and seeing a lot of value and, and they're able to unlock a lot of inefficiencies uh, that they didn't really know existed previously by having all all teams rowing in the same direction so um really trying to focus on just keeping it simple but uh, engaging enough so that people actually you know want to come in and provide us updates
0: yeah so you talk about we're going to keep it simple we have less okrs um you know the goals a lot of times in an okr tend to be very diluted and um what what's your take on that yeah i mean it's kind of like uh if you have
1: one objective, right, you're kind of like a fighter jet, you know, flying through the sky, like you can just go super fast, right? You're very lightweight. Um, you know, as you add more objectives, you become, you know, like a helicopter and then like a cargo airplane, and then you're just like a big parachute. <laughs> um, but when you when you look at like the metrics, um, having a good combination of volume-based metrics, quality-based metrics, health-based metrics, that's going to paint a much better picture. Um, and, but at the end of the day, less is more. So, you know, you can have more of these things and you, you but you're going to dilute your focus. If there's less then everybody understands the priority, everybody can sort of rally behind that. And going back to the idea of radical execution, it's like, well, if there's only three or four metrics, then what I just choose to work on needs to align to one of those three or four metrics. And so it creates even more alignment. Um, if you're spread very thin, it's going to be really hard to, to really start to move the needle
0: traditionally, two OKRs have had um, results out that are they're kind of ambiguous. They're not always very detailed, and and I believe you you know you're talking about a little different approach to that, even how you how you measure results.
1: Yeah, well, it's funny. I was having a conversation yesterday with uh, an executive at a well-known company, and we were just talking about how challenging it is for for people and teams to understand the difference between activities and outcomes it's just really confusing for a lot of people and and that's another area where we've really tried to crystallize within our product is there's a distinct difference between the work that you do and the results that it generates and so that's really the difference between a key result and a strategic initiative and i like to make the comparison of like a sports analogy right like the the if i play golf the outcome is my score Right, unless you're cheating, um, but the the initiatives is the work that I put into it ahead of time. How many times do I go to the range? How many golf balls that I hit? Right, that that difference is what can help to get people in the mindset of continuous execution, learning, improving, getting better. Anybody can write a goal. That's easy, but actually working and and figuring out the steps and the things that are going to achieve that goal much much more difficult. And that's the area where we Try to focus on.
0: Yeah, the most important term in golf is mulligan. <laughs> yeah, and foot wedge. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, so no, actually, OKRs. Ours... Yeah, we, something I've I've seen is you know OKRs are defined, and they don't seem to have a lot of room for experimentation or allowing people to vary much. Uh, how how's your approach differ?
1: Well, it's interesting because the the original, like, Genesis back 50, 60 years ago with OKRs is like, all right, look, here's the objective, here's the four or five results, everybody print it out and pin it to your cubicle, right? And then you can ideally go off and experiment and explore and figure out, all right, what's actually going to work? And so like that, that sort of, that that cultural sense of empowerment is, is a good thing, but now that we have all this technology and data that we can track every little thing, people want to know where their, where their money's going and where their you know where their time's going, but they don't want to be big brother. Um so when we talk about radical execution, it, it's not just hey, let's go build a bunch of stuff and burn ourselves out. It's finding a nice healthy blend of exploration, experimentation, and execution. And and that really comes down to your level of confidence. If you're really unsure if something's going to work, just go do some research, talk to some people, do a survey. That, that's that's good execution on the on the exploration side. If you have a sense of like, hey, you know, we're doing things one way, and maybe a different way would work. You know, experimentation, like figuring out, all right, what's actually going to validate or disprove my hypothesis. But if you have a high degree of confidence in what you need to build to serve your customers, and it, th- that's where the actual execution comes into play because you can say, "Look, I know after doing all my homework, this is what customers need. This is what my people need, and we need to go off and build it." And and taking on those bigger things every quarter um, is what's going to you know cause or or give you that sense of uh, continuous improvement within your within your business ops.
0: So that's very interesting. And I another thing I think from OKRs is there tends to be a mindset that we're going to manage and we're going to track these OKRs, you know, it doesn't seem to leave, um, it, it doesn't have a lot of focus anyway on like building things or learning new things. How does that differ in your view?
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it should be a point of celebration. This, this shouldn't feel like homework. It should be a point of celebration when you're giving your updates because failing is a good thing. Trying something, failing, sharing those learnings, Figuring out what didn't work just means that that's another step into figuring out what will work. Um, And that goes to that contextual engagement, sharing sharing the learnings that can benefit others. Like, that's really what it comes down to. Um, Getting into a good operational cadence and rhythm of sharing those learnings, sharing the updates, looking at the initiatives, what's the progress, what's going on, what are the blockers, what are the risks, what do we need, right? But still having that sort of North Star of your OKRs to keep you on the rails, Um, that's important. And and that comes down to your leadership team, setting the right, you know, results to, to the, to the company, for the company. Um, But yeah, being able to share that stuff and and have it feel like um, a point of celebration is really critical.
0: Very good. And um, so where, where do you, uh, where are you going with this now? Because you've made a, a great change in in how the methodology works, you've got some great improvements, some evolution, uh, as you described it. Um, You know, where's the future lie, you think, with this? Is this something that companies that are already executing on OKRs might look at this methodology and change their approach, or is this strictly for new companies?
1: No, I I think everybody can benefit. Um, Everybody can benefit whether this is, you've been doing this for a long time, you can just continually optimize your existing program or if you're looking at this for, for the first time, it's a great way to avoid a lot of the pitfalls by keeping it simple and then putting the power of execution, radical execution in the hands of your teams. Um, yeah, we, we look at this as just, a, it's a natural evolution. There's a lot of big hairy problems that exist within operations, a lot of inefficiencies, a lot of misalignment. These things have been around for decades. It's not a problem that's ever gonna be completely solved, but we think that you know by having a better strategy, and also better tactics it can lead to better outcomes and um you know we're excited we've we've uh you know started to go to market with this message around radical execution and we've uh, seen a lot of uh, positive feedback and and i think you know for people and teams which is the heartbeat of your company right like getting them bought into something that they can control that that's where what that's what's going to make the difference. Um, it's really really disheartening when you get handed a goal and there's not really anything you can do about it. But it's a it's a much better feeling when you're given the opportunity to say what do you think we should do and being able to go go out and do it. So we're uh, excited to deliver that message.
0: That's great. That sounds like a really great futuristic kind of view here of changing things and, and moving to the next level.
1: Yep. Yeah. Well, and I'd I'd say uh, it's funny, though, the (laughs) there's like these, you know, big sort of theoretical strategic problems. But I was talking about the tactical stuff that there's still pain points within operations of corralling updates across teams. Right. The the system having a system to operate against can simplify that process um, and make it less painful. And uh, that's another direction that we're, you know, we're heading towards is to help out the operational leader. You know, they're they're constantly tracking stats and herding cats. You know, just helping them out, right? Um, and so, you know, giving them the, the tools they they need to be more effective and more efficient.
0: So, who is um, a target, if you will, for this kind of of methodology? Because is is this a five employee or a fifty thousand employee uh, kind of target? Who's going to benefit from it?
1: I I mean, from, from startups on up, right? Um, when you're a startup, you, you don't have a lot of data to work with. So you're just, you're executing as fast as you can to learn as much as you can and then pivot if you need to. And then as you get bigger, you get more data. And then, you know, there's sort of a correlation between size, data, and your ability to execute and be sort of agile. Um, all companies can benefit from it. We, we have uh, one customer working with is... Six, 700 people, I mean, they got one objective and three key results. That company is hyper aligned. Everybody is just working, executing, learning, super, super efficient. Um, so yeah, we we just see a, a great opportunity here and we're working with a lot of different types of companies. We use it ourselves. We've We've been kind of our own case study of being able to really execute and get things done and get things built very quickly and efficiently. Um, but you know, there's a lot of big companies out there that that need help as well. Um, even just an outsider's perspective to sort of um you know poke you between the eyes sometimes and 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 re-clarify, you know, what what reality really is. Um so we have a, a diverse set of customers that we have, but a lot of just operational leaders that just need need assistance, need the right tooling, the right plans to to you know communicate more effectively internally to their team so that they can execute and hit their goals.
0: Awesome. Yeah. So how, um, how do people get in touch with you? <laughs> uh,
1: Creso.com K-R-E-Z-Z-O. You can go to our website, um, email me at Steven spelled the right way. S-T-E-P-H-E-N at crezzo.com. Um, You know, we have, uh, you know, our, our tool is uh, available for trial right now. Um, but yeah, we're, we're getting started and,
0: Appreciate you uh, having me on here. Always great to talk to you. And it's been very interesting to somebody who's, you know, followed the company now for a while and to watch the progression. And and it's great to see you bringing in these new fresh ideas too. It's not just another OKR tool. You have an entirely different mindset now. Uh, And it's more of a complete operating system. So it's really great to see that.
1: Yeah, no, thank you. I appreciate that. And, you know, thank you for supporting us along the way you've, you've uh been been uh connected with with myself for a while in the early days and big champion for us and wearing the swag which is cool to see and uh, yeah very very thankful for uh your time and appreciate you know you having us on all right
0: well well thanks for your time this morning it's been very interesting looking forward to uh what's coming next from the company and looking for you guys to really take off and be very successful.
1: Hey, sounds good to me. Let's let's hope that's what goes down. I just got to go off and start to radically execute. <laughs> there you go. Awesome.